Hey everyone, this is Justin. If you're a fan of the show, you could really help us out by heading over to iTunes and giving us a rating and review. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another special mini episode of This Is Happening America. I'm Mark Bettencourt. I'm Justin Mara. And in this mini episode, we are bringing you another installment of Justin Ruins a Song. So, Justin, what song may you or may you not be ruining for everybody today? All right, Mark. This week, I am taking apart Spotify's most played song of 2011 and the song that made indie rock singer-songwriters cool again. Foster the People's Pumped Up Kicks. Oh, that song got so tiring on the radio. It did. You can't deny that it was fantastic. It's very catchy. Pumped Up Kicks features a cool flowing rhythm, washed out guitar, and a mellow vibe that just begs you to drop the top on a convertible as you cruise along the coastline. It was the song of the summer of 2011. Yes, it was. It was. And the, the, but the funny part of it is, is I don't really think anybody actually knows what the heck Foster the People were talking about. Well, let's get into it. All right. This was the first commercial breakthrough for the pop folk indie group. It was featured on an EP of the same name and on the band's first full-length debut album, Torches. Debuting on January 29th, 2011 via satellite radio, it was immediately pushed as an indie breakout hit. The band gained popularity, it eventually made it onto Billboard's Rock Songs chart, and a week later it debuted on the Alternative charts. In May, the track debuted as number 96 on the Billboard Hot 100, and later that month, the group released their first full-length album. BBC Radio 1 DJ Greg James selected the song as his record of the week, and it ran until May 27th. Do you remember any of this, Mark? Well, I remember how popular it was, and I remember all of my friends in 2011 were all about that chorus and all about singing that chorus, which I've actually noticed a trend with you with your ruining of songs. I love songs with huge, catchy, like, catchy choruses. choruses. Yes. Choruses with big hooks. But the funny thing is, most of those songs with big, catchy choruses, and nobody ever, like, everybody knows the chorus, but nobody actually pays attention to the verses or what the actual meaning behind the, the words are. They just like to sing the chorus because it's catchy. That's the beauty of the song. It is. I actually don't remember any of this, and I loved doing the research on this song to see that it was such a slow burn and started from such a grassroots movement. To me, it seemed like summer of 2011, the song was just there. Yeah, no, it just it just appeared. I was living in Southern California at the time, and yeah, it just, that's all they played. All they played over and over again. After 
peaking at number one on the Alternative Songs chart in June and number three on the Rock Songs chart in July, the song broke into the top 40 on the Hot 100 in late July and appeared on the Adult Top 40 and Mainstream Top 40 charts. Columbia's Senior VP of Promotion, Lee Lipsoner, said, It was the, one of the only alternative bands I can remember that you could actually dance to. This is true. It was grooving. Let's uh, let's file the dancing to this song uh, okay. away for later. Oh goodness, I'm curious. Okay. Pumped up kicks peaked at number three on the Hot 100, spending eight consecutive weeks at the position. Its meteoric rise was stuck behind Maroon 5's "Moves Like Jagger" and Adele's "Someone Like You," alternating between the two top spots. Yeah, they were never get breaking through those two. No, no. It's been certified five times platinum in Canada and Australia, four times platinum in the United States, and gold in Germany. The song ranked as the sixth best-selling digital song of 2011 in the United States with 3.84 million copies sold, and it was Spotify's most streamed song of the year. Wow. Rolling Stone Reader's Poll named it the second best song of the summer. Claire Sudeth of Time Magazine named Pumped Up Kicks one of the top 10 songs of 2011, and Entertainment Weekly selected the song as the year's second best single. In the end-of-year polls, writers for Rolling Stone selected Pumped Up Kicks as the 11th best song of 2011, while the publication's readers voted it the 6th best song. It continued to rise through 2012, but was pulled from many terrestrial radio stations in December of that year in the aftermath of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Hmm. Interesting that you point that out, Justin. Yes. A listener's poll by Toronto radio station CFNYFM voted it the number one at the top of the list of 102 new rock songs of 2011. NME ranked it number 21 on the list of the 50 best tracks of 2011, writing, Unusually, for a song so omnipresent, listening to it is hyper-upbeat melodies about a psycho high school kid was ever such an enjoyable experience. <laughs> the magazine's readers voted Pumped Up Kicks the year's eighth best song at the end of 2011, and the song received a Grammy Award nomination for Best Pop Duo Group Performance. Mark, what do you think Pumped Up Kicks is about? Well, <clears throat> based on the lyrics that I remember and the chorus, you know, where there's, there's definitely talk of grabbing their gra- kids grabbing for their guns, and uh, and maybe doing some nefarious dealings with them. For me, it was like Pumped Up Kicks was like the pop, was like the super happy, mellow pop version of Jeremy oh, by Pearl Jam. Great analogy. It was kind of where my head was always great with comparison, the song, yeah. Which was why I was always confused when people were like singing the chorus and they were just like, oh, you little kids with their pumped up. It's like, it's so hot, so happy and popular. I'm just like, wait. Isn't the song about, like... Better run faster yeah, than my faster bullet. faster than my bullet. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, those aren't nice lyrics to be singing. Why Why are you doing that with a smile on your face? In a bikini. On the beach. <laughs> with a Mai Tai. I don't get it. We, we definitely had very different experiences of this song. Yes, we did. So, what are you going with? I'm going with that it's like the story of like somebody coming into a school starting to shoot all over the place and the kids are running away from the, the spray of bullets. Yeah, and uh, you are not alone. While many people believe that the song is about gun violence and depicts a school shooting, 
Um, it was inevitable to make the connection to the Sandy Hook shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. Exactly. It's actually a song about isolation and longing for acceptance. Really? Oh, it's a suicide note. Um, so uh, the protagonist of the song, Robert, comes from a broken home with a dad who's never around and keeps a lot of secrets in a box in his closet with other weird toys. Robert finds his dad's gun. And because he's so afraid and lonely and of his absentee dad, he comes to identify with the anti-hero cowboy who kills because he can with his six shooter and his cigarette. Wow, that's okay. Yeah, no, I did. I definitely did not get that. Here's verse one. Yeah, he found a six shooter gun in his dad's closet in a box of fun things. I don't even know what, but he's coming for you. Yeah, he's coming for you because daddy works a long day. He's been coming home late. And he's coming home, and he's bringing me a surprise. Maybe sarcasm for a beating? Maybe not. Dinner's on the kitchen, and it's packed in ice now. I've waited for a long time, and my sleight of my hand is now a quick pull trigger. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, it definitely has nothing to do with school shootings. No, it doesn't. terror he feels for his dad is paired against the resentment of all of the other kids with their pumped up kicks who come from better homes with better families the oh, people that they're connected to now that makes sense and the anger and resentment that he feels because of that you know he's visualizing you all better run away faster than my bullet so the kid's still psycho Yes. Okay. Just a different level of psycho than initially. And it's coming from a different place. Right. Uh, Mark Foster of Foster the People said that he wrote the song to bring awareness to the issue that keeps happening more and more in our country. To me, the epidemic isn't gun violence, says Foster. It's the lack of family, lack of love, and isolation. Kids who don't have anywhere to go or anyone to talk to, and that's what makes them snap. Did I ruin this one? Um, I wouldn't say you ruined it because I always thought the song was kind of messed up. Okay. You just kind of changed how messed up the song was. I'll take it. So, yeah, I guess in sort of a kind of a backdoor sort of way, Justin, yeah, you, I think you I think you ruined this song, especially for people that just thought it was a catchy chorus about shoes and bullets. Bangerang. You can find past episodes of This Is Happening America at iTunes and on Google Play. Our website is thisishappeningamerica.com. You can tweet us at T-I-H underscore America or at facebook.com slash thisishappeningamerica. I'm Justin Mara for This Is Happening America. Thanks for listening. Bangarang. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time.